I'm Courtney, and this is the Now Calling Courtney podcast. Hello, my coconuts, and an early Merry Christmas to you. This is a special holiday episode of the Now Calling Courtney podcast, and I'm glad to be back after several weeks of being really sick. I was so bummed. I ended up being really sick with something, something nasty on Thanksgiving Day. So Thanksgiving this year was kind of a damper. I basically ate my dinner in another room, dropped off uh, something, and then came home and went straight to bed. Didn't even have pumpkin pie that day. And then I ended up battling that cold, which had me in bed for a good solid week for another week and a half. And then on top of that, I was busy doing several pop-ups basically every weekend from the beginning of November until just last weekend. But this break could not come at a better time. I'm ready to relax, finally enjoy the season. As I mentioned, Christmas is one of my favorite holidays, so much so that my roomie and BFF Gina gave me the nickname Miss Claus and it kind of stuck. I am totally into decorating the tree first week of November. I do not wait until Thanksgiving. I have my whole tradition where I watch White Christmas as I pull out those ornaments. I put on several layers of lights. When Starbucks has the eggnog latte, I'm totally there for it. In fact, I think I'm going to get one as soon as we're done with this podcast recording. I love to host Secret Santa and just all of the typical and merrymaking activities. I love it. And Christmas Day is a special day, obviously, because celebrating the birth of Christ. And it, for a long time, was the only day that it felt like my whole family got together, especially when I was living in the Bay Area. There is one thing, though, that can put a little bit of a damper on Christmas Day, and that is getting a gift that is not... How do I say it? Like, basically, you get a gift and you're like, what were they thinking? Or you give a gift that you're excited and the recipient also gives a very lukewarm reception. So on this episode, I'm going to give you some tips on how to handle a gift exchange that could go wrong. I am qualified to speak on this topic because for a couple years, I must confess to you that I have not been a very gracious gift recipient. Let me explain. One thing about me is that my style and my taste have become more refined over the years, meaning I'm into less trendy things, more classic things. Basically, I'm turned into one of those people who likes to shop for myself. I think that's made me a little bit more difficult to be a gift receiver because I don't want just anything. There's like very specific things that I've picked out in my mind or that I'm saving for or whatnot. And I also must confess that this has been happening 
a lot longer than just recently. I, I got to keep it real. When I was in fifth grade, I had my first boyfriend. His name was Jonathan. And partially the problem was that I don't know how much I really liked Jonathan. I, I think I just, he asked me to be his girlfriend. I said, yes. And he must have really liked me because one day at daycare, he brought me a necklace and I think it was like a gold colored Winnie the Pooh necklace and it had like a little gem in the belly. (laughs) I just remember feeling the ick so strong, but I think it's also that it felt like so much affection that I wasn't prepared to respond to. Sad to say, he gave me the necklace. I think if I can recall, threw it in my backpack or like, you know, kind of just like threw it somewhere, didn't put it on. I bet I didn't even really thank him. And that led to our breakup like the next day. And till the day that we parted and didn't go to the same daycare, He was so bitter at me after that. Now that I reflect on it, I would say, Jonathan, that was fair for you to feel that way. But it gets worse. That's not even the last time that I ungraciously received a gift from an admirer or from a boyfriend. And it kind of killed the relationship. But... I will say that the tables were turned on me Christmas a couple of years ago when I gave a gift to my brother. He had gotten into a car accident, a pretty bad one, where his car was totaled. And I was trying to rack my brain on what to get him. And in my family, my brother is the hardest person to shop for. Probably for the same reason that I'm hard, is that we're particular. Well, I thought that I'd finally come up with a really great gift, and that was a dash cam, thinking that Casey's in an accident in the future, it'll be recorded, can help him. You know, it was probably the most expensive gift that I bought out of all of the gifts from my family members that year. So Christmas morning comes, we always pass out the presents, we know one person passes all the presents to each person, and then we opened them all together. And I eagerly awaited my brother to take the paper off of the box of the dash cam and for him to give me some sort of affirmation. And really, all I wanted was like, oh, cool, thanks. But what I got really put a damper, ruined my mood for the rest of the day. And I don't know why I took it so hard, but he said, why did you buy me this gift? I don't get it. Here, you keep it. And I was crushed. I was so upset. And I remember totally losing my temper, which doesn't happen that often. I was like super moody, silent for the rest of the day. And when my mom would ask me what's wrong, I would just be like, ah, total T-Rex mode, like ready to tear someone's head off. And I was really, really hurt by what my brother said. That, my friend, gave me the perspective that I had been missing for all these years. 
and is why I wanted to record this episode. So this is what I learned. And these are some tips about how to receive a gift that you may not be excited about, may not understand, but you can keep your reaction from ruining your day and even more importantly, ruining your relationship with the giver. So let's start with mindset. One thing that I have been reminded of lately is that love is not transactional. In relationships, whether it's a partner, a friend, a family member, you're never going to be 50-50 equal in what one does for the other. There's going to be times where you're maybe carrying more of the slack, you're putting more into the relationship than that person. And there may be times when the tables turn where you might have a lot going on and that person is doing more for you. They're buying you coffee when you didn't ask for it. They are coming and helping you clean out your garage. They are treating you out to dinner. Me, I struggle with this because when someone does something for me, I feel the need to reciprocate. And there's something in me where it feels like if I come off as a freeloader, this person's going to think poorly of me and they're going to think that I don't care about them. And so I always feel that need to basically meet them tit for tat. But that is a way to just drive yourself crazy because you can't live like that. And the healthiest relationships are ones where you can give without expecting to receive in return. And I'm sure that many of you, especially my friends that are listening, are like, Cordy, yeah, like, we know this. Like, we don't expect you to do everything for us that we've ever done for you. We do it. I do it because I love you. I do it because I care. And like, that's the same way that I feel like there are some friends that I do things for and I'm not expecting things back. But when it comes to gift giving, there can be a lot of gift inequality, which makes things uncomfortable. And so... We need to stop looking at this person and looking at their gift, this gift as a transaction. The gift means that they are giving you something that they wanted to. And you know what? Depending on their mindset, they may or not have that, but you can put that mindset in. You can choose to look at it as like, wow, this is something that I didn't necessarily deserve. This person is just giving me. So there's time And there's money that this person has invested to bless you in some way, shape, or form, regardless of what's inside. So the mindset that you can start with is already going to help you set your expectations to prepare for what's inside and how to react to it. Now that we've talked about mindset, let's talk about reacting to what's inside. First of all, I would say you don't need to rip into it fiercely. Like you can just take your time opening. When you open the gift, the one thing you should not do is start with the word, oh, like, oh, it's a blank. It's a spatula. It's mm, some lip gloss. I don't think you need to state what it is. Instead, in your mind, Start to prepare what you're going to say, which is, 
Thank you so much. Got it, guys? Like, let's just start with gratitude. Let's acknowledge what they have done in terms of the effort. And if you don't like wrapping presents, you know that that takes effort, regardless of what the gift is. So thank them right off the bat. Like, thank you so much for this. And even if you don't know what it is that they gave you, you can use the word this and it doesn't feel too weird. And then you want to look and kind of gauge their reaction. Do they seem really excited? They're like, they want to tell you about the gift. Do they seem like they're looking for some sort of reaction? Just take a moment to, again, consider them and to bring them into the experience. So obviously, if they are looking like a puppy that is just ready to like pounce on you and bomb you with love, you don't want to be like, oh, that's cool. Thanks. But maybe if they're distracted and it's not a big deal and you're like, oh, thank you so much. And like, oh, yeah, no problem. But they're paying attention to something else. You can kind of like not make a big deal out of it. However, if they're excited, but you are not now that you've seen what's inside, here's a couple of questions that you can ask. You can ask them one. Oh, where did you get this? And invite the story and the context to hear about the effort that went into actually sourcing the gift. Second question is, what made you think of this? Except maybe don't say it like that. Let me think. What's a better way to put it? Oh, thank you so much. This is great. How would you recommend that I use it? Invite their expertise in. And then again, they can give the insight into why they decided to pick this gift for you. The third thing is that if it happens to come to you, some of you are great improv people like me, and you could maybe be like, oh, this is great. I could see myself using it at blank. So for instance, say it's a scarf and maybe it's a little bit too big or it's not a color that you like, but you could say, oh, this is great. I can see myself using this if it's really cold. And that could be the truth. Imagine that you are in your car, you have nothing but that scarf, you have no jacket, and it's 30 degrees outside. You would use it. You would use the scarf, right? <laughs> so find some sort of way to share how you could use it. Maybe you're not a makeup person and they got you some blush. You could say, oh, thanks. I could see myself using this if I'm going out for a really nice dinner or to like a work party, right? And maybe you don't do those that often, but that lets the person know that you appreciate and you can kind of see the intention. And maybe that at that point, they'll share what they were thinking of in terms of why they got it for you. Now, the last thing is to not let your disappointment show. Again, focus on the generous act of giving and I need to be better about this this year so we can help each other, right? A thank you note. My mom has been harping on me for this my entire life. Some years I'm good at it. Some years I'm not. But I think it's great practice for us to do this exercise of gratitude where you can write a note thanking them again for the actual gift. And then you can put some affirmation in where if whether or not you gave them a gift or 
you had a good evening with them, you can just acknowledge everything they did for you in like a nice little note. And especially during the holidays, it's a sweet way to end the year. Christmas is three days away. It's a super slim year for me. As you guys know, I have not been short on the struggles and I'm not doing extravagant gifts this year for my family. I've been struggling with that a little bit this week. And I realized that again, with the whole love is not transactional, Christmas is definitely not supposed to be transactional. I need to do a little bit of this prep work for the presents I'm gonna open on Christmas day whether or not I get some or I don't. I might not get any because my family's been helping me year round. I can just focus on what makes Christmas the best, which is being together. The presents are just an element of it. And my birthday is two weeks after Christmas, so I'll have another opportunity to practice this. But if you're like me and what you really appreciate is just quality time and acts of service from people, that's what we can acknowledge and amplify in our thank you notes, in the way we spend time with people. So I'm hoping that these were helpful tips for you to have a more Merry Christmas, especially if you get that one random sweater one year I got a vest and it was the color pink. And I was like, what? Why would they buy me a pink vest? I clearly wanted a red one. Well, it's because I used to be really girly when I was little. And you know, that's a fun memory that I can hold on to. So as we wrap up, now calling Courtney for 2022, just leaving you with a little bit more fun advice from your single millennial friend who's trying to enjoy the season alongside you wishing you a warm and happy end of year and i cannot wait to talk with you more in 2023 my dear coconuts so i'll be back in a couple weeks with my birthday episode where we're gonna look back on the horror that was this year but until then stay warm stay safe and cozy And I will talk with you soon. Bye.